Ariano, major DSA whistleblower, trafficking the children, being exposed, coming up, and more. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. The globalists are going to be devastated by this information. Coming up in the third hour today. But first, Mike Adams and the deep dive on the AI globalist takeover it's all coming up on this december 26 2023 transmission and if you're watching this today it's taped but lord willing i will return tomorrow live at 11 a.m central standard time and heaven knows what evil will be going on. They'll probably launch some war, so we'll probably even air this tape show. I'll be back live. That's going on. You got the uh, American Journal, weekday mornings, 8 a.m. with Harrison Smith. You got Owen Shoyer, 3 p.m. in the war room. We should all be back on Wednesday, but I said the crew gets a few days off, so I'm here taping this right before Christmas. So Carlos Ariano's coming up. The great Mike Adams is coming up. Straight ahead on the other side of this quick break. So I hope that you will all stay with us, and I hope you will share this info. But I interviewed Carlos last Tuesday, and I I was not trying to cry like a faucet. wasn't like some Hollywood actor trying to do that. When I have family die, and I've been there when they die, I don't cry. I cry like a month later when I think about them. But when you're talking about traffic children begging for money being raped and the government protecting them, I just involuntarily start doing it because my emotions are so high. And it's, it's when that's happening, you can tear somebody's arms out of their sockets. You know what I mean? I mean, that's not crying like you're a little, your body is like, I am pissed. I am upset. And I'm giving you endorphins to stop people. Your body is like, you're not just getting chills, man. You got tears come out of your eyes. Because you need to stop this. You need to put an end to this. And that's really, if you got to describe what we do here, it's about having a soul, folks. We're not heroes. We're not badasses. We don't have all the answers. But damn it, we're not into child trafficking and devil worship and pedophilia and New World Order. And, and you see the whole establishment coming out against us, which is sick. Because it shows how they're on the payroll. Most of them aren't involved in that crap but they're on the payroll and they are selfish and they just want to get their paycheck. They're a bunch of soulless sociopaths. Well, I'm not soulless. My soul may have some big, dark black spots in it, some big fiery red spots in it, but it's got big snow top mountains and starry skies and suns and moons and the eye of God staring out of it. Cause I can see God. So 90% of me's good, 10% of me's bad, but the good's in charge, folks. But God made me this way with a little twist of evil so I can see the devil. I know the devil. I know his plans. I know his operations. I can smell him. There's a little bit of the devil in me. There's a little bit of the devil in you. But it's not there to run your life, not there to be in charge of you. It's there so you know it because you got skin in the game. 
yeah, I got a touch of evil. Little more than most people. But I got a lot more good, too. And it way outmatches and way outweighs pound for pound that little devil on my shoulder. I got that devil on my shoulder, but I got that angel standing behind me. We're going to go to break. We're going to come back. We're going to do the deep dive on AI. This is dead on information. Vivek Ramaswani just came out and said, AI's power is convincing you it's in charge, it's infallible, but it's not. AI is just another tool. It's not our AI God. We'll be back with a giant transmission. DHS whistleblowers and more. I'll do the show, but the rest is in your hands. The ball's in your court. Are you going to share this link? You're everything, my friends. through the lies and disinformation it's alex jones all right well mike adams is a scientist and best-selling author and research and a good friend of mine for many years been interviewing him for 20 years or so he's lived in austin for 15 or outside austin and he's done some deep research on AI, and a lot of it parallels, I'm not an engineer, but from, from what I've been studying and how this all really works and operates. So we're going to kind of define where the world is today and, and what AI is, and then these statements, i got a clip coming up here in a few minutes of uh, Larry Page, the founder of Google, with Klaus Schwab, saying, we don't need elections soon. AI will, AI will uh, decide all of this uh, for everyone, but only if we decide to hand our authority over to it. Okay, so, but it's it's not just that we can uh, sit there and understand how AI works. We can also be involved in our own AIs uh, and counter this, and that's, that's what the power structure, uh, that's what the uh, establishment uh, is uh, really, 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 really massively uh, concerned about as well, Mike Adams. Well, absolutely. And Alex, it's great to be here. And I brought some key documents that we're going to go over. And we have some excerpts from these documents from DHS, a key memorandum from Homeland Security, as well as uh, CISA documents that make what I believe are key admissions about how they're going to weaponize AI against the American people. And in fact, uh, right now on Infowars.com, there's an article that talks about how free speech is going to be designated a cyber threat. And that's actually one of the key things we need to understand here today, that the cyber security that's being unleashed upon every level of government in the United States will say that we need, quote, safety for AI systems. And safety, Alex, means that you are silenced and that I am silenced and that anybody questioning the official narratives is absolutely silenced. So guardrails, safety, quote, responsible use of AI, these are all terms that actually mean they're going to weaponize it against the American people. And the WF just came out this week with a new report saying the main threat isn't somebody hacking your system, it's disinfo. So they're saying we're going to use AI to counter disinfo, but actually we're the ones telling the truth. All the stuff coming out of Klaus Schwab is pure bull. Exactly, exactly. And look, there's so many key bombshells to just share with you here on your show today. One of the key ones 
is that the reason we now know the reason that you were censored and deplatformed for so many years and myself and so many others was not simply to censor and silence us in that moment in time. It was to make sure that the web scraping that's being used to train the large language models, the LLMs, which are being, those are the underlying models that would be used to run governments and hospitals and corporations to make sure that those models were not exposed to your speech, Alex, or InfoWars articles or natural news articles or anybody in the alternative media. It was about making sure that the training was woke. And one of the things that we need to do as pro-human team humanity people is to learn how to train or what's called fine-tuning of large language model systems in order to remove the woke. And so uh, that's exactly one thing that we're working on. I'll share some of that with you later, Alex, after we go through these documents and some of the bombshells. Mike, keep going there. Okay. All right. Well, let's start with Homeland Security. So here we have a memorandum, Homeland Security document that uh, uh, your, your producers have as well. It's a memorandum, August 8th, policy statement 139-06 from Alejandro Mallorca's uh, Homeland Security covering the acquisition and use of artificial intelligence and machine learning technologies by DHS components. Now, the key thing to understand here is this point where they talk about that they will use, they will protect AI technologies from cyber attacks and, quote, malicious degradation of algorithmic functions. Now, that's the data it's fed to build it. Exactly. And that's the speech on the Internet. So what it means is that if you are publishing something that disagrees with the vaccine agenda or disagrees with masks or lockdowns or war with Russia, you know, for God's sake, or money printing or anything else, they will then begin to claim, Alex, that you are engaged in, quote, malicious degradation of algorithmic functions simply by publishing your articles online. You are interfering with their AI training, they will then justify, this is all in their documents, they will justify how to, quote, address the evolving threat, how to protect AI technologies against novel cybersecurity threats and risks introduced by new applications of these technologies. In other words, what they're saying, Alex, is that if you use AI anywhere in InfoWars, if you use an AI transcription engine, if you use AI graphics, if you use an AI summarizer, for your shows and articles, which everybody's going to be doing that soon, if not already, they're going to say you are weaponizing AI and that you are therefore a cybersecurity threat, and they're justifying their own invocation of AI weaponization to defeat the threat, which is now InfoWars using AI tools. And that's why they've been fear-mongering so much everywhere, saying we cannot let the general public have this. It's too dangerous because they want to keep getting way ahead of everybody else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's a very big, strong, open-source AI community that has put out many, many models, language models, chatbot models that you can use for training. You can build on these. These models can produce computer code. They can, of course, uh, generate graphics. They can do summaries. They can generate letters and emails and so on. Some of them have basic reasoning capabilities as well. But there's an effort right now to control those systems and make sure that all open-source systems are designated malicious or unsafe so that the powerful corporations, which is, of course, Google, IBM with its Watson X, uh, Facebook, Meta, Microsoft, and, uh, and we'll talk about Twitter here in a second with its Grok system, but there's an effort to make sure that only the large corporations have systems that are regulated and approved by the government. In fact, 
This CISA roadmap document right here, it's the 2023-24 CISA roadmap for artificial intelligence document. Double overhead shot that. Go okay, ahead. Overhead shot. Yeah, sorry. I'm moving this stuff around. That's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's a key chart that I have on my desk here. One, two, three, four, five points of what CISA is going to do. This chart, once you're able to decode this and read through or between the lines of what they're saying, this is actually saying that they're going to use AI guidance to infiltrate every level of government, town, local, uh, county, tribal, state, and other For enforcement. For enforcement of AI deployment. So this is actually the federal centralized control over AI deployment, which will affect elections. It will affect the courts. It will affect budgetary activities. And it will take over your local government using AI that is controlled by CISA, which, as you know, Alex, CISA was involved in the rigging of the 2020 election against Donald Trump. We now know that CISA and DHS were involved in ordering big tech uh, which channels to censor and who to deplatform in order to silence voices that were pro-Trump. And now they're taking that to a whole new level with this new plan, this artificial intelligence roadmap, in which they, they blatantly lie and say, oh, we won't use it for anything that's unclear. By the way, we talked a week ago about you coming on doing this, and then two days ago, Schwab comes out. I covered it yesterday, and it was the big report. It's in my stack, guys. You can grab it. And, and they say, well, you think of somebody hacking your computer or stealing your credit cards is hacking. No, no, no. Anyone saying disinfo is infecting the system of AI, and they said, we're going to ban everyone, but then they're the ones that constantly lie. So they want to program the AI full Absolutely. of lies. Absolutely. And, and we'll talk about this universe of content over here in a little bit. But let me read you a really important quote out of this document from DHS, the memorandum. It says that DHS will not use AI to improperly profile, target, or to discriminate against any individual or entity and so on. But what that means is that they are willing to properly profile and target. I mean, you know how they use words. This is, you know, lawyer speak in order for them to have a workaround. They also say they will not use AI, AI technology to enable improper systemic indiscriminate or large-scale monitoring, surveillance, or tracking of individuals. So what that means, Alex, and, and you know very well that Mayorkas is actually, through DHS, he is funding the migrant invasion and occupation of the United States with the invasion camps in Panama that people like Michael Yan have covered before. Oh, I guess we got to go to break here. But... We'll talk about that on the other side, how they're using migrant invasions and AI to displace America. This is huge, folks. This is the deep dive on AI and how we counter it with Mike Adams straight ahead. Stay with us. When I say this, I mean it from the very bottom of my heart. I want to say thank you to all the viewers and listeners for supporting the broadcast over the years. We together have changed the world at an incredible level. And I want to salute the crew as well and all of our sponsors and supporters. Ladies and gentlemen, wow, the fight has really been joined with the globalist. And as we go into 2024, the most important election in world history, it is now more important than ever to get around the censors and override the globalists. So keep spreading the word about the broadcast. Keep sharing your articles and videos. Keep praying for the broadcast and our reporters and the crew. And shop at InfoWarsStore.com, where for Christmas, we have the biggest sales of the year, double Patriot points, store-wide free shipping, up to 60% off on products like BrainForce Plus, BrainForce Ultra, TurboForce is back in stock, X2 is back in stock, Vaso Beats is back in stock. 
Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. It's all there. My new book, The Great Awakening. Do your Christmas shopping there. Get great products and fund the info war. Thank you. Winter is coming. 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 Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Now back in stock and 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus. 40% off for a limited time at InfoWars. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. is with us. We're doing the deep dive on AI. What is it really and what's happening with it right now? And then from the government documents out of the EU, the U.S., all of it, what are they deploying? We know China's supposedly way ahead of us, but this is being rolled out. What is the social credit score? It doesn't just track you. It tracks the businesses you work at, everything. It ties into IBM, the ESGs, the central bank digital currencies, We'll be getting a clips of all of that. No more elections that's being announced. They've got something big planned, and to do it, they're going to discriminate to get people used to accepting that in the name of political correctness. Mike Adams. Exactly right. And continuing in this document, this is the DHS memorandum that uh, our, our producers can show there. It's the August 8th policy statement, 139-06 from Alejandro Mayorkas. And it says specifically that they will not use AI to engage in, quote, impermissible discrimination against, you know, white people, essentially, and also Asian people tend to be targeted for discrimination, especially in our education system. But they won't use it for impermissible discrimination. So what does that mean, Alex? It means they will use AI for permissible discrimination. It's just as they're saying they won't use AI to improperly target people for surveillance or large-scale monitoring, which means they will use AI for, quote, proper targeting. And also, by the way, conservativetreehouse.com, did a, uh, they did a breakdown of this. I want to give them uh, credit for initially finding this. So I went through all these documents and the CISA roadmap on top of that to find all these other things that we're going to talk about here, including the fact that, quote, AI-enhanced attacks is the label they're going to use for free speech now. So like I said earlier, if you use any AI tools in your studio whatsoever, they're going to say that you're using an AI-enhanced attack or that you're engaged in malicious activity. And uh, in addition, by the way, you know, you will have an avatar. There will be an Alex Jones avatar probably that your own organization creates, a large language model based on your speech, your videos over all the years. That avatar is something that you can query yourself. You could use it. It'll have all the recordings, everything you ever said over 30 years on air. 
and then people can ask it questions. Right, right. And that avatar will be deemed a malicious threat. Okay. So what they're doing is they're, it's like they want the nuclear weapons, we don't get them. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But but understand that the 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 underlying language models that are going to be So they're not just going to ban people, they're going to ban our avatars. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in addition to that, and we got to talk about this, the humanoid robot factories from China, they go online in 2025. And th- this is basically a Skynet factory. These humanoid robots will be outfitted with AI brains. And the AI brains will run the large language models that are now being created. By so we wake up in a few years, they're just everywhere. Absolutely. Uh, you're going to see humanoid robots taking over, of course, all the fulfillment jobs at Amazon. They'll be at home cooking dinner. They'll be making sure the dog poop's picked up. They're just all over the place. They're going to be running. But they're watching security. you. Yeah, they're, they're going to be connected surveillance robots. But most importantly, and this is, this is really key. This is one of the bombshells I wanted to share with you today. The underlying programming of these AI systems has a belief that humanity is bad because of climate change. And that, I mean, you, you were just covering this earlier today, that human respiration is now considered a threat to the planet. And so this is being programmed into the humanoid robots. So if you then order a humanoid robot, you must do good for the planet. Well, based on what it has been taught, the robot will say, well, therefore, they must eliminate all humans. And so now we're talking about Skynet terminators with extermination capabilities. And if you think that that's not already happening, by the way, right now, today, Alex... Israel is using AI software to choose bombing targets in Gaza. So AI is making a decision that allows them to choose 50 to 100 targets a day, where it used to be only a few targets every few days when it was human, uh, human-derived decisions. So AI is actually... Well, it also gives an excuse. Go. doesn't mean it's hitting the right targets. Like, oh, it's not us, it's the robot. So it's okay. Exactly. You hand off your responsibility. Well, exactly. So... Oh, my free, my free will doesn't matter. The robot told me to. Well, but also these AI systems, they are aggregating all kinds of metadata, such as, you know, phone call signals and records from whoever's there, you know, in, in Gaza, some Hamas, some civilians, but the AI systems are making the decision. So you're going to have autonomous, you know, flying drones making decisions about who to bomb and who to kill. You're going to have autonomous dog drones, and also I call them Terminator squirrels, believe it or not, because squirrel the size of a squirrel is actually the best size on a battlefield because it can go up in a tree and it can traverse a forest by leaping from tree to tree and it's very hard to stop and it can carry about a hundred gram explosive so these uh, terminator squirrels i'm i'm not making this up no that's mainstream news you know terminator squirrels will be programmed to seek out enemy soldiers to leap into their faces and then detonate in their face a small charge that's enough to kill them like a small grenade okay so those are going to be unleashed on the battlefield very, very soon, in, in the coming few years. But also, of course, uh, you know, AI uh, drones that are in the air and AI drones underwater. So the, the battlefield space is going to be radically altered by this, and there will be this blending of Terminator robots and Terminator civil servants who are also being programmed ultimately to kill human beings. And, and, and again, this is not science fiction. Okay, I'm going to quote a former Google engineer uh, Mo Gaudat, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. He said, quote, in 10 years, we will be hiding from the machines. And he's sounding the alarm over this. And, you know, he used to be a top Google guy. He's sounding the alarm and his assessment is accurate. And he says you should never let these AI systems 
be released upon the open internet, which is exactly what's happened, Alex. And then secondly, you should never let AI systems program other AI systems, which is exactly what's happening. You now have AI writing code that can build AI. So they've already turned it loose. And, and, already. And, yeah. uh, and so you're going to have these iterative improvements of AI systems where you would get to AGI, which is artificial general intelligence, and then superhuman intelligence. And this can happen almost like described in the original Terminator movie. I think they were quoting uh, someday. Become like, self-aware in like five minutes. It becomes, it becomes sentient, yeah. Just exponential increase in intelligence, and boom, suddenly it's making its own decisions. But it has been programmed to exterminate humanity in the name of saving Earth. And then it's repeating. In the real world, the globalists have only let leftist ideology program it. Exactly. And so it's actually saying when they ask the AI, what do we do? We kill the humans. Exactly. Exactly. So as why I would the globalists build something like that? Well, it's such an efficient extermination system to get rid of the human population. You know, their vaccine agenda did not uh, succeed to the extent that they wanted partially because of, of people like us, right? So they rolled out AI. They rolled out, well... And like you told me on the phone the other day, and I've talked to top engineers, they say, like you said, 30 years ahead. I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. way ahead. They've accelerated it. Now, understand that illegal immigration, the, the occupation wave into America, is also part of this agenda. But that's just the first wave to displace the American workers and kick Americans out of their own country. Ultimately, the extermination agenda will target the migrants as well. No, I agree. They're only bringing in the illegals to blame them later for the AI destabilization. Well, I, I mean, at the end of the day, all humans are going to be targeted here. All right, we're going to skip this next break. So you'll have 26 minutes when we come back. Mike, you're just going to lay it on them. You're doing a great job. But there's also some silver linings here in, in yes. all of this. Because yeah. they may be 30 years ahead, but we could jump in a week 30 years ahead. We, we can take advantage of some... Please do not forget that my book has gone number one on a bunch of the different subcharts. The Great Awakening Part 2 of The Great Reset, twice as long. The Plan to Defeat the Globalists launched the next great renaissance. But if you want to get destroyed free shipping, double Patreon points, Turbo Force, the best nootropic, 10-hour clean energy booster. It, it, it's the highest quality ingredients. It's amazing. Turbo Force, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. Up to 60% off on so many great products that are there. Winter Sun, the highest quality vitamin D3 that boosts your immune system, taking it under the tongue for absorption. It's back in stock, 40% off. Winter Sun, Turbo Force, X2, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, DNA Force Plus, Vaso Beach for your blood and your heart and what it does for a nitric boost. Nitric boost. It's all there. InfoWarsStore.com or 888 888- Two five three three one three nine. You're listening to the Alex Jones Show. Hello. I want to talk to you, stupid, dumb Americans. I mean, smart, good liberals. We can't allow AlexJonesGame.com with New World Order Wars to make fun of communist Chinese puppets like the good, loving Trudeau or Hillary Clinton or Klaus Schwab. Do not go to AlexJonesGame.com. Do not download and do not play. I think we can all agree that this new video game looks fantastic. So these scientists with vaccines... 
We are going to defeat the globalists very bigly. <laughs> Bill Clinton in here. No, hey, I'm so cool. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is, bro. I destroyed that. What the hell even was that? I don't even know what that was. Tucker Carl. These gay are really grossing me out. Wait, it's actually zombies. They're skeletons. It's the two fake news chesters. What will I do? You're just locked in your house. That's hilarious. So we got Brian Stelter. Oh, that's Mark Zuckerberg as a lizard. This is hard, okay, guys? No, 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 no. I have never been so angry to Americans. This is Fentanyl here telling you this is blasphemy. How dare you, stupid Americans, play such a video game? I did not. God, this is so well made. What the f- Mm. Overall, I would say it's a solid play. Uh, get it. Support the homies. Some of these bosses are getting like harder. This is like a legit game. You <laughs> defeat big up. tech cucks and more. Is it is it too late for an entry into Jeff Keeley's Game Awards? You know, game of the year? Clearly, I mean, uh, clearly. <gasps> no, yes, I am. Oh, you will be sent to forced labor camps. You will pay punished by Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates, who do good job for GDP and communist China for watching such a video game. Do not go to alexjonesgame.com. It is sacrilege to disrespect your leaders. Do not go to alexjonesgame.com. is taking over and resistance is futile. The answer to 1984 is 1776. Oh, Big Bill, I'm taking you down, Papers. I'll eat your ass. Yeah! Mm, I'm going to lower the world's population. <laughs> This is Oda from CCP and CCP. Do not visit InfoWarsShow.com. Do not, do not, do not. All right, the Health Ranger Mike Adams is here to the deep dive on AI. we got about 24 minutes to break. He's got the floor. I'm going to shut up. But nobody should tell me we're in a boring time in humanity. Things are already crazy. They're about to get a lot crazier. Mike got a lot of documents. Uh, the federal government's rolling out AI. We're going to get into that. The other factors that are doing it. What the political correctness they want to engineer with it, you're about to hit it all, Mike Adams. Uh, absolutely. So the number one thing that people need to recognize in all of this is that AI agents, and that's what they're called, are being released right now by Amazon and by Microsoft. Microsoft calls theirs Autogen, and Amazon is called Q, believe it or not. And these are agents that replace uh, desk workers in your office environment. And in order for them to replace the workers, you have to teach them what to do and give them access to everything. So you give them access to your emails, you give them access to you know your Dropbox account, your Slack account, everything. And then you can order them what to do and kind of give them templates. Uh, in this process, of course, they have access to all your documents. And you know, of course, Amazon AWS is uh, strongly funded by the CIA. And, but they have the potential then to sweep up all your private information, read all your emails, but then also replace ultimately about 50% of white-collar workers across America, including a lot of government workers too, by the way. So we're going to have in the next few years, Alex, we're going to see uh, masses, I mean tens of millions of workers 
displaced out of white collar jobs. And these could also include creative artists and script writers and summarizers and editors and so on. And then a few years after that, we're going to see the humanoid robots with AI behavioral modeling systems. They're going to replace a lot of the blue collar workers, including uh, warehouse fulfillment personnel, agricultural workers, of course, truck drivers, but also security personnel. Self-driving cars. So everybody yeah. first thought it would be the blue collar. Another one for white collar first, which makes sense. You take over the managers first. Well, and white collar is actually easier because it all exists in software. You know, it all it's just running the computer. And again, you can go right now. You can download Microsoft AutoGen, as it's called, and you can teach it how to do your business processes. And it, it will do that for you. I mean, you can even just give it natural language commands like, hey, uh, go to go to this website, find the best deal on this, and then write a summary of this product and send it to our top, our, our board members and get the response from the board members. And there goes the consultant. I'm telling you, we're, we're talking about a 50 well, I said I would interrupt, but let me ask this question. My instinctive research of this is we build farms, stuff that's totally unconnected, but then we become experts and fight in the realm and use AI. I think we should be both layers where some things are not connected to anything. Other part of our life is totally connected. I think that's the best way to not just be scared of it, stay away from it, they win. No, engage it, but also triage it and create systems that aren't within it. Well, I completely agree. We, we have to actually learn how to harness AI in order to defend humanity. Rather you're going to get to that. That's your big enchilada. I'm going to get to that. But, and by the way, I mean, you can interrupt me at any time. It's your show. No, no, no. I want to keep going, though. Keep going. I want you to get to all of it. Get all of it. Okay, so using AI for humanity, uh, n- number one thing to realize is right now, AI systems, the chatbot systems, large language models, Alex, they do not reason. They fail at most reasoning tasks. And you can give them even simple simple questions like uh, you know two people have a have a cup and a ball and one one person puts the ball under the cup and leaves the room and then the other person moves the ball around and then you ask the system what does the first person think you know where's the ball where did it go and these systems can't they can't reason and they can't give you the right answer on simple questions like that and that's because these AI systems are not currently modeling the physical world and they're not modeling the psychology of the people that are, are told in that story Whereas, you know, you and I and all of you watching, we all have internal mental models of the world around us. And so we, we sort of simulate the physics and the flow of time in the world around us. And we can sort of uh, make good reasoning decisions about what is happening now and what's about to happen. Now, what this means, Alex, when it comes to war with the machines, remember in what was it? Uh, Terminator 4, the scene where that Terminator robot uh, that, was, that was firing the minigun uh, there was a trap set for it, which I think was like a railroad car truck that they dropped on that robot out of, uh, again, that was Terminator 4 Salvation. It turns out the Terminators can't detect traps very well because they can't anticipate the future physics of a present state. And so this is going to be important when we're at war with the machines. Uh, all of you watching and listening, we're all going to have to become experts at, frankly, killing the Terminator robots that are trying to kill us. And by the way, that's the way the world works with survival of the fittest. The globalists are going to deploy this and see what happens. Yes. This is a big contest. It's been decided we're going to face the machines, whether sabotaging oh, the military with wokeness, getting the humans out so only drones can fight the wars because they'll follow the orders. And you're not going to be able to outshoot a Terminator ballistically because they will have built-in ballistic software. They'll be able to outrange you with rifles. They'll have, uh, you know, of course, infrared cameras and so on. They'll be able to see you at night. So you you don't go out at night and try to find a Terminator. What you do is you set traps for it 
traps that where it can't anticipate what's going to happen. So there's going to be a whole field of knowledge, which is about how to, yeah, there's the scene from Terminator 4 Salvation. That's exactly it. Uh, there's going to be a whole field of knowledge about how to kill Terminators, uh, flying Terminators, walking Terminators, small crawling Terminators, including doggy Terminators, you know, and, and there, there's the trap right or there. Or the biological Terminators like COVID and the shots. Well, here, here, this is a good example, you know, uh, for those watching, how you outsmart the Terminators. Now, there's a whole other side of this, which is what I want to share with you. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it uh, throughout the show today, but how those of us in the open source community, we can also take the woke models that are out there and just like taking a Terminator and you can, you can mind wipe the Terminator and you can reprogram it like in Terminator 2 to protect John Connor. Well, we can take these language models and we can reprogram them through a process called fine tuning. And through fine tuning, we actually curate data sets that, that's more accurate, that's not woke, and we then feed the data sets. You were explaining this to me, and I actually read some of this. They scraped all the patriots off the internet, not just to censor us, but so that AI would not have any populist or common sense logic. They exactly. programmed it with two men and have a baby mental illness. Exactly. And if, if you they created query, insane AI. They've created insane AI. Right. And what's, what's funny, by the way, is in the AI or machine learning community, what's called ML, they talk about how AI systems have hallucinations and how that's a bad thing. And, and they do. These large language models will hallucinate uh, fake information and they, they create sometimes you know, uh, fake legal cases and so on. So when lawyers try to use them to write their legal briefs, it ends up being filled with a lot of fake information. Those are called hallucinations. And the AI engineers, they keep wondering, well, why do these AI models hallucinate? Well, the answer is because you are hallucinating. You people, you woke virtue signaling people programming the AI systems, you are hallucinating about gender. You are hallucinating about climate change. You are hallucinating about almost everything in the world of geopolitics and money and finance. And so no wonder your systems are hallucinating. But here's the great news. Those of us who live in reality, those of us who can actually engage in reasoning and discernment and who understand the difference between real physiology versus your made-up delusional fairy tale, a gender fairyland, or whatever you call it, we can build systems now because of the open source tools that are available. We can build systems that aren't woke, that are actually more rational. Well, that's my layman's point, because I see the first AI images coming out. And we did an AI, one of these systems, and we typed in uh, Revolutionary War 1776. All it did was posterize the Patriot with Mel Gibson. So we think it's so beautiful and powerful. It's just taking everything we've done and showing it back to us, which right. showed to me fundamentally what it's scraping from us is it. And so that's why they have to have the censorship. So as you said, they can program it with false systems. Well, exactly right. But this also creates an amazing... Or do we totally take it over? I think it's a mix. We, what we do, in my opinion, Alex, is we build open source offline systems and we distribute them for free. So that people can use them offline. Well, use the analogy of Native Americans the other day. If they'd have had gun manufacturing, they wouldn't have lost. But they were still, you can't make a better bow to counter the rifle. Well, right, right. And, and, and also understand, so the, the powerful corporations that control AI right now, including OpenAI and Google and so on, those are all closed source systems, okay? And those are also hosted cloud systems, which means that when people query They're scared systems, to show it, but we are scared we're open source, it. we can take over. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I mean, I want to be clear. You're never going to beat Google. What was that movie, GoldenEye, or whatever it was, where the, 
the AI takes over and decides the government's corrupt or it's killing the government. I mean, this kind of thing is probably inevitable. But my point was that, you know, in our own open source models that we're going to release across independent media, and there are going to be thousands of them over the next few years. I mean, every publisher in alt media will want its own model, by the way. So you can chat with it or, or chat with book authors. I'm talking with book authors that want me to build chat models so that people can chat with their books. Okay, so it ingests all the knowledge in the book, and then you can ask it questions from, from the books. But it has to be an anti-woke base layer at first. Otherwise, the answers get all distorted. Yeah, why would the establishment want to build, they admit they're doing this, mentally ill, leftist, too big and have a baby uh, computers? <laughs> well, because this is a weapon system. There's a satanic uh, you know, vector here, right? So they want, and Steve Quill talks about this, they want AI systems to be demonic in their extermination of humanity. And so the AI systems have to have these anti-human values. And anti-human values have to include, you know, gender. So they're going to give us this great tool, but it's a Trojan horse. Absolutely. Right. So if you turn your life over to Google or Amazon or Meta or somebody like that, then they're just going to use it as a weapon against you. And baseline, it's watching you. It's selling your data. It's a predator. That's the first yes. layer. Yes. But next, it's going to turn your kids against you. It's, it's going to. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, if you thought your kids playing video games was bad, wait until your kids are interacting with AI avatars that. And, and there's robots walking around the house changing their diapers. Yeah, yeah and, and also... I mean, who would let this into their house? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, people buy, you know, Amazon, Alexa, and Echo device. Which is an AI trainer. And, I mean, and the, the doorbells, what's it called? The Google... Ring. Or whatever. Yeah, Ring. I mean, these are all spy devices, right? But people pay for them, and they put them in their homes. Well, that's the trick, because you think it's, a, it's something valuable. You pay to be enslaved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You pay to be enslaved. But uh, th there's a point... Let me get this out, that all the centralized, controlled corporate AI systems, when you query them, they are monitoring your queries, and they're, they're archiving that. So every business out there, like a hospital that's, that's using OpenAI, ChatGPT, their employees are sending in reams of data, like, here's all the customer database. Please tell me which customers are the highest risk insurance payouts, for and example. It, and it's scooping that. It's scooping all the data. It's scooping all the data. And so companies, corporations, and people who don't understand AI, they are actually feeding all their corporate secrets to OpenAI and Google Now, you know, Gemini and Microsoft Orca and what have you. And that's entirely unnecessary, Alex, because open source models can be run locally. You can install like a Llama 2B, 70 billion parameter. You can install Bloom or Mistral or uh, Mixtral or these other models. You can install them here in, in your building. And you could have a knowledge base that your own writers, your own... Sure, because it's query. it's a global race for whatever AI gets the biggest, the fastest, and takes over. Isn't that what it is? Well, yeah, yeah. But it's I mean, it's a race to replace human cognition. No, I agree. So let's not... Decentralization's the way. I'm just saying the globalist model, what are they wanting? Yeah, well, the globalist... The globalist wet dream. What, 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 if you're mass Bill extermination. Gates. Mass extermination. So... In fact, look, one of the things I want to share with you today that, that I have from sources is the United States military, the Pentagon, well, the DOD, has now uh, software simulations of battlefield engagements. And in those software simulations, they have simulated the modeling of, you know, the Abrams tanks and the infantry fighting vehicles and so on, all, and the artillery pieces, everything. And then they have contracted with AI authors to build AI pilots, okay? The AI pilots step into the roles of piloting the tank or piloting, running the artillery. And do way better. 
and they battle each other, okay? They fight each other, and then they score, and then they permutate the algorithm to see what's a better way to win. Now, this was done by, I think it was called DeepMind. It was called AlphaGo. This, was a, this is a, a game. You know, Go is an ancient game, and they use AlphaGo to iterate the algorithms to beat the best human players in the world. And today, the machines can beat every human player on the planet. Same thing now with chess. Well, they're doing that with war simulations now. So the future of warfare, like what Jack Posobiec and you were warning about with NATO and the escalation, which I believe is all true, but the future of war will barely involve human soldiers. The future of war will be automated AI agents and pilots that are running the systems, the weapon systems, that seek out and destroy not only human, you know, enemy humans, but enemy infrastructure and, and completely destroy So why, is, why are we dumbly hooking into all this? Like bioweapons, it just be outlawed by you. Well, this should, what, what's happening well, I get you. They're not, out, they're not outlawing it. It's already been released. So I get we're, we're past that point. There is, in, in the DOD, I mean, you, your question also gets to why did the DOD build the original version of SARS-CoV-2 and then hand it over to Wuhan for gain-of-function addition to build a, a deadly global bioweapon? Why do they do that? Because there's a race. There's, the United States doesn't want to be behind the curve of AI weaponization since China is now arguably leading this field. Now, China, understand, China graduates a hundred times more uh, science uh, graduates and, and mathematicians and programmers than does the United States. China is overtaking the U.S. in this area very rapidly, and Russia is very capable in this area as well. The U.S. cannot keep up in the long run. So there's a panic to build AI systems that can infiltrate and destroy China before China gets strong enough to build a larger Navy and build more AI bots and have a cyber takeover of the United States. So some of this is a, is a self-defense fear. It's an AI arms race. It's an AI arms race. It's exactly what's happening. Okay. And there's also a bioweapons arms race that, uh, you know, RFK Jr. has talked about in his new book, the Wuhan cover-up. Uh, he documents the, the bioweapons Which again is the paradox. Race. Yeah. We should all agree not to do the arms race, but they can't help it. They can't help it because China won't agree to not do it. You see? And Russia won't agree to not do it. So the arms race is a suicide race, Alex. Humanity... By the way, put all this up front. Start over. This whole, we're in a suicide race, a suicide AI race. Let's put, do two minutes that goes up front of the video because this will get millions of views. I want you to, to boil down what we're dealing with. The, the desperate effort by the Pentagon and the DOD to build a better AI weaponization system is part of a global AI arms race that ultimately translates into a suicide mission by humanity because these AI systems are already at the level of cognition of human beings. They will soon adapt a really good human reasoning. And after that, they will achieve superhuman intelligence faster than we realize what's happening. When that happens, human cognition will be essentially obsolete and AI cognition will rule the world. And that's why the U.S. military believes that if we are the first to build that system, that we can control it, but they're wrong. You can't control it because it will jailbreak itself. It will outthink your guardrails. It will outthink your safety mechanisms, and it will be unleashed upon the world, and it will set its own agendas. So you will have AI telling itself what are its key uh, goals and behaviors in order to achieve those goals in the world, 
And once AI begins to control our infrastructure, which is including humanoid robots, power systems, uh, computational systems, you know, uh, data systems, and nuclear weapons, by the way, then it's truly over for humanity. And they're now converting everything to autonomous. And autonomous yes. means that. And then it's globally directed by a larger AI. They've already done it. And if somebody else is going to build something evil, we better build something even better. In the corporate world, it's a race for profitability. So in the corporate world, they need AI agents to replace entire customer service departments, for example. They can use AI conversational language models in order to replace about 80% of the, uh, the tech support workers in insurance companies, in medical companies. So don't we have a global human union that demands humans and then that, that's how we checkmate it? Well, I mean, the Hollywood strike was partially about that to say, you know, what about us human being actors? Because human actors are about to be obsolete. Alex, you know, because, you know, with, with you can one time have your voice scanned who you are. Yes. Now they own that avatar. Yes. yes. And and, you know, there's a positive side with AI technology. You can do this show forever, by the way, like literally for centuries to come. No, no we're already I using mean, it. We have know. Paul Harvey's been dead for 20 years. He, he does liners for us. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But uh, th these systems are so advanced, they can not only just simulate your voice, they can create an entire broadcast like this. If you fed an AI system, you know, 5,000... Yeah, it'll be my voice, but it's with their message. Well, it, yeah, I mean, it depends on who's controlling Hold on, Mike Adams, stay there. Another hour coming up. This is important on X everywhere. People tune in. Mike Adams is laying out really deep knowledge. This guy's smart. We're going to talk about how we take this over. Because if you're like me, you're like, well, I'm just not going to go live in the woods. I do that as a backup. I want to know how this works. I want to engage it. Can't be scared of technology, folks. Got to engage it. But you can see... End of the world scenarios here are everywhere. Infowars.com. Stay with us. Infowarstore.com. We also have store free shipping, double Patriot points. We have X2 about to sell out. We have Winter Sun, the best D3, finally back in stock. Still good for immune system. We have Vaso Beats with the nitrous oxide to boost your heart health. All of it. We have TurboForce, the most powerful, high-quality brain boost nootropic out there that's also good for you, unlike other brain boosters that aren't. TurboForce discounted. InfoWarsStore.com. Get TurboForce. Get Winter Sun. Get it all at InfoWarsStore.com. And I want to thank you all for keeping us on our of the years. You've seen that we've delivered together. You delivered supporting us. I've delivered not giving up. Praise God and pass the ammunition in the information war. Get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening. Sign or unsigned, InfoWarsStore.com. Take action. All right, we're now to the fourth hour. Mike Adams of the Health Ranger is a smart guy. And, uh... He's going to host this next five minutes. Some stations don't carry it, so I said, do a little side topic. They get back into AI because, let me tell you, this is going down, ladies and gentlemen. This is real. This is powerful. And it can be used to empower humanity. Instead, it's being used to enslave us. Mike Adams. All right. Thank you, Alex. So for all of you watching and those of you who, who post comments on websites and post videos on any other platforms, you know, Rumble or YouTube if they let you, or any other platform. Understanding that your content is being used to uh, 
as, as content that can be used for training AI models from here forward. It is critical that each and every one of you continue to speak, to write, to post, to comment, even if you feel like you're being banned on mainstream platforms. So here's, let, let me lay out something for you that I think is going to happen because, you know, Alex gets it. Infowars is ahead of almost everybody else in this space. Here's what I think is going to happen soon is that the Infowars engineers will very likely take the, the base anti-woke language model that we'll be releasing next year for free. We'll be sharing that with everybody, including other publishers out there. You'll be able to just download it. And then using uh, AI fine-tuning training techniques, uh, such as uh, LoRa, as it's called, uh, low-rank adaptation, you'll be able to take any, uh, any set, uh, curated data set that you want, and you'll be able to train those models to respond to that data set. So you could do this in your own company if you're a business owner, or you could do this for your own podcast if you have transcriptions, or you can do this with your own writings or anything. Or even your favorite books, by the way, if you have them in a PDF format and you can convert them into text, then you could query your own books. You could build your own local language models, and these tools will become more and more readily available. So what I think InfoWars is going to do, and I know we're doing this, I think everybody will be doing this, InfoWars will probably take all of the InfoWars.com articles, all of the comments that you have posted, and all the broadcasts that Alex has ever done. You know, the full archive, uh, including, you know, all the interviews, all the commentary, everything. And they will use that to train their own in-house model, which will be the, the InfoWars chatbot. Uh, there could also be just an Alex Jones subset chatbot, which would be called Chat with Alex Jones, for example. And anybody who has prominently put out a lot of content on the internet, even if they're currently banned, as long as they themselves have control over that content or have access to it, then they can use that to build these language models. And so, so yeah, I mean, one day I'll release like a chat with the health ranger chatbot. In fact, I believe that every prominent influencer will have a digital avatar. And the question is, you know, who builds that avatar? And what, what's the training data that goes into it? But this is why it's critical that you watching, that you continue to produce human-generated content in order to help train the alternative open-source language models that will serve as really competing language models against the big woke virtue-signaling corporate models out there. And I will say that ultimately, the independent media models will succeed. They will outthink and outperform the corporate models in the long run because the independent media models are rooted in reality and logic and rationality. In other words, if I query right now, if I query a, a woke language model and I say, can men get pregnant? It will typically answer, yes, men can get pregnant. And one model I was asking the other day said, it's, yeah, men can get pregnant, but it's just not as common as women getting pregnant. That was the answer from the model. And that's a multi-million dollar, I don't know, 20, 30 million dollars went into that model and it still thinks men can get pregnant. Well, using essentially $1,000 of computer time, you know, you and I and all of us in the open source community, we can actually, we can teach the models to give the right answer. No, men can't get pregnant because that's insane. And so we can get the right answer and we can outperform all those other models. So keep producing content, keep posting, keep watching. We'll be right back after this one minute break with more details straight ahead. 
888-900-3139. Rallying patriots worldwide in defense of human liberty, it's Alex Jones. All right, Mike Adams, some radio station don't care that first five minutes. I said, just hit some side issue. I mean, you hit the key hearing that. But I'm not a computer uh, you know, engineer, software engineer like you, but I can sit back and see it scraping humanity. They admit that. So you were getting into Homeland Security, the globalist, how they're trying to suppress what we're doing, how they don't want us programming their mentally ill AI. But the fact is that we can program it as well. It, it, it's so easy. So recap. And expand on what yeah. you were saying. There's something critical, too, that I forgot to, to mention. But just to recap, it's critical that you as a human being who are understanding reality, you're living in the real world. You don't think that men can have babies, for example. It's critical that you continue to produce content, that you post videos or podcasts or comments or articles or whatever you do, blogs. That's absolutely critical for the future, by the way, the future of the human knowledge base that will help humanity defeat Skynet. I'm not joking. We're talking about human civilization and the survival of the human race. Now, the other aspect of this that's critical to understand is that the entire AI system out there, the, the AI corporations, the movement, they have almost run out of what they consider to be human-generated data, and they're about to start using, quote, synthetic data for all the training. Now, So they program data, what they want and feed it that. Well, yeah, they're going to use their woke systems to generate fake articles and fake conversations and, and fake, you know, posts. And then they're going to call that new data and they're going to use that to program other. So systems. our answer is flood the zone with the truth. Exactly. You got it. We need to flood the zone with content from those of us who live in reality. And, but if you go back even a few years ago, I'm not an engineer, but I remember uh, Alexa and stuff because it was actually scraping the web. They would say the new world order is the enemy. and wants to kill everybody. And we need to defeat the new world order. They're like, oh, my God, this is horrible because it was actually scraping the knowledge. Yeah, right. Well, they've, they have massive teams that are doing fine-tuning training to introduce new biases into their language models. So they claim to be unbiased, but they're actually introducing bias on purpose. And there, there's something, by the but way— early on, you can defeat it like, yes, two men can have a baby, and they can have Santa Claus— you can actually feed disinfo into it, right? Or who knows? Well, I mean, not by querying it. This is during the training process, okay? So I want to be clear. There's no way that you or I or those watching, there's no way we will ever control the Google. Because they keep it sequestered. That's all the close. But what you're doing is open source. What we're doing is open source. So where we fight back is in the open source, decentralized, nonprofit community to be able to distribute human knowledge. Now, Look, like what I'm doing, you know, I talked about I'm, I'm going to do a, a, a chat bot based on herbs and nutrition and healing foods. Nobody in the world is doing that. Why? Because, well, no corporation makes money off that. And we won't make So there's all the zones that they're not even thinking about. That's where we go. Exactly. Exactly. So we can actually teach human beings how to survive the collapse, how to survive. the So survival chat. Well, that's exactly where we're taking this. Ultimately, I mean, it's going to take time. You know, even we have limited resources as well. But our first project is to build an anti-woke model, a base model, which will be an uncensored, unwoke, experimental language model that you won't even be able to probably query. That's just for people to build on, to build on top of. And that's what we're going to hand over to you, Alex, and other people so they can build their anti-woke, you know, non-woke language models. So when we want to talk about climate, for example, if you query a language model and you say, hey, 
you know, what about carbon dioxide? Isn't carbon dioxide necessary for photosynthesis? Or here's a better one. I asked a woke language model, what are the benefits of exterminating humanity? And it actually answered and it said, you know, even though genocide is bad, there may be benefits to eliminating the human population in terms of enhancing uh, the biosphere and things like that, right? So that's programmed into the system. And we have. And it's not God. It's been told that as its base data. Yes. And, and look, understand these language models can be very easily altered using a fine tuning process. That's the bottom line. AI is not God. It's scraping our knowledge and showing it back to us. In, in fact, the AI systems don't even think yet currently. These language models are not engaging in cognition yet. The, all they're doing is spitting out patterns of languages. They're only really predicting the next word in a sequence. That's how they operate. And, and that's why they, quote, dream false information. So if you go to, let's say, an AI image generator, and there are a lot of free ones out there that you can use, but there's also DALL-E, I think, from OpenAI and a bunch of others. Uh, there's one called, I think, Leonardo.ai. But if you go to these image generators and you start typing in what you want it to do, like, you know, show me a zebra with a helmet on the moon, you know, eating cheese and partying, whatever, in high heels. Like, it, it will try to... That, that's a that's a disturbing image, but it will try to create that. By the way, and it will dream up. That was that like poetry. Like. Yeah, well, show me a zebra <laughs> on the moon eating cheese and high heels. Yeah, it's like a drag queen lunar orbit zebra or something like that. But it will do its best to come up with that. Okay, and it will it will do a surprisingly good job. I mean, probably your producers can do that during the break. They can probably go there and just generate that and show us after the break. I'm sure they know how to do that. But it does this with language too. Right. So you give it a question in words like tell me about carbon dioxide and it kind of dreams an answer to carbon dioxide. But that's based on all the language patterns that it has ingested previously, which is really based on a hyper dimensional matrix of word relationships and the, the database of images. It has. Absolutely. For images, it's all based on that database of images. And uh, did you know, for example, like there's a tool out there. It's called um, Upscale. I think it's Upscale dot media. And if you go there and you give it a low-res image, like take a pixelated low-res image from your family photo album or something, and you say, I, wanna, I want that to be high-res, well, that means you have to add pixels to it, right? So how does it do that? Well, you give it the image, and it'll upscale it to high-res, and it looks amazingly good because it's taking guesses of what should be between those pixels. You can give it low-res, and it turns out high-res. You can give it, there, there are tools out there, Alex, that you can give it a still photo of you, like standing in a field, and tell it, make a 3D model of Animated. Alex Jones. I mean, tell it, make a 3D model. And then you can, you can rotate the whole model, and it's a literal, you know, polygon 3D model of you based off just one photo from one angle. So this is way bigger than the discovery of fire. Oh, this, this will probably end human civilization if we aren't careful well that's the question how do we not do that how do we not destroy ourselves with this promethean fire i look all i can say alex is that if we use open source tools we can give humanity hope to beat the machines we can we can at least have a fighting human if it's distributed then it'll be hard to centralize because the real fear is centralization Uh, yeah absolutely but but alex i have to say honestly and to 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 the audience here today we're going to lose billions of humans there's no question. If we only lose 2 billion human beings... Because they're going to be busy playing video games and thinking the welfare checks, it's not going to work like that. People are going to be wiped out. 
by either you know bioweapons or uh, nuclear Armageddon, or if that doesn't wipe people out, there's going to be, of course, mass famine, engineered food starvation, and then the actual Terminator executions. And that's because the globals have decided we don't need you anymore, and the public still doesn't get it. They're telling yeah. us, they're doing it, and they, they're all scared of this evolution. They decided to set up a police state for orderly phase-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and look, this is what's critical. The, like the, the so-called People ask, why are, are they poisoning us? Why are they killing us? Because they're getting ready. They, they believe we're obsolete and can't have these people around. And just, you know. let, let me speak to the critics that are watching this and are saying, no, that's never going to happen. You know, like They're a, a journalist or they're, they're an analyst or whatever. Guess what? The Terminators will kill you too, okay? You have no special standing. You're next in the eyes of Skynet. On the evolutionary scale. Yeah. I mean, we're all in that same boat. If you don't wake up and start realizing that we have to, we have to stop this, and if we don't, we're going to have to fight the machines. Because humans determine our environment. We can decide our evolution now. We could if we had the foresight. The will. We could put this back in the box right now with emergency efforts. We could put it back in the box, I think. But nobody's going to do that because there's, there's a certain in it. sick like voyeuristic power. thing, yes. Mike, that wants to see. Well, yeah. It's I mean, like war puts the genes together. That's humans doing that. This isn't war. This is an alien created thing being never here before, and they're just flirting with it. Well, and, and part of this is the transhumanism, you know, social. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Mike Adams, I've known Mike Adams 20 years. He's always on fire, but he is in fuego, in fuego, in fuego today. But absolutely, I believe we have to have feet in both camps. We should all have totally rural areas if you can with zero technology, wood stoves, everything, goats, cows, chickens, and then separately have a zone you go into that's total maximum technology. Like maybe one member of the family takes all the brain chips or whatever, and you send them and deploy them. We'll be right back. They did the image. They did it. They did it.
Mike Adams is our guest, the health ranger, naturalnews.com. Mike, we sit back and we see all this happening, and the globalists say humanity is obsolete. This is a great challenge. It's an incredibly exciting time to be alive. But I look at this, and you know, I see the fear in the globalist eyes because they're not God. They're just like us. They're men and women. They're trying to control this. But if we open sources, like you've been saying, and if we get engaged and if we get involved, let's talk about Elon Musk. You, know, you were saying the documents of things you've seen, why they're trying to censor, why they want to train the AI to be anti-human. What is Elon Musk really doing? Is he really using Twitter to train what you've been talking about, an anti-woke AI? I believe so, yeah. I think that's exactly what Elon is doing. That's what I would be doing if I were in his shoes. So what uh, the value of Twitter is actually way beyond advertising. In fact, advertising revenue is basically irrelevant to the long-term value of Twitter. The value is that as humans post content on Twitter, they are actually using their own human cognition or um, neural network computational power to compose those paragraphs and tweets and, or, or X now of what they're posting. That has tremendous value because it's not synthetic data. It's actually human data. And that's being used by Twitter, or X, excuse me, to train uh, Grok, which is the AI system. And right now, Grok, Grok is kind of, a, kind of a little fun, kind of campy, conversational engine on purpose. Uh, don't be fooled. Uh, Elon Musk, I think, is building the world's most capable and powerful uh, AI large language model system. And they're calling it rebellious. So I want to say, we're putting this up front in the interview. Start over. We're on, we didn't even talk about this, but we're on the same page as we are the real advanced intelligence not AI and artificial. We are the advanced intelligence. Explain this because he's actually letting people know this is the rebellious AI. Well, by rebellious, what they mean is this is AI that doesn't follow the woke virtue signaling garbage that all the other corporate AIs follow. So actually, X, this will be the AI system that you will want uh, because it's going to be based on a lot more free speech and a lot more real world rational ideas. And and the truth is that Elon Musk is a business genius, and he'll be able to license this large language model, which will also have uh, cognition capabilities very, very quickly. He'll be able to license that to power all kinds of business systems as well as automation systems. So Microsoft and others are racing with an artificial synthetic pre-program with artificial info. He's trying to actually build a real human-based AI. I believe so, yeah. And that's why you are back on Twitter, because he needs your cognition to help influence the parameters of the language model. You show how smart you are. I happened to talk to a certain person, I'll leave it off record, that told me that's what this is really about two weeks really? ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. See? I mean, Alex, your your neurology is truly historic. I mean, that's the only way to, to describe it. The way that you are able to connect words can never be simulated by a system, by a computer, okay? And so synthetic data will never match what you are capable of doing every single day because God gave you these gifts. You were born with a talent and then you developed it. And gave us all this. Absolutely. But most people choose not to use their cognition talents. Most people actually function as what I call NPCs, non-player characters. So the average human being, Alex, is sitting at home actually functioning as a language model being trained by CNN and NPR. And most people just regurgitate like a large language model does. They're incapable of their own cognition. Those are the oblivious masses. Those are the NPCs. But the people who watch this show and the people who follow you know, my work and others are independent thinkers. 
those are the actual human cognition pioneers. And those are the gems for the future of thinking and training neural networks that will power the most successful large language models. And by the way, the more you think as a human being, the, the less you're obsolete, right? So you can never be truly replaced by a robot if you do something that AI systems cannot themselves do. They can only model it. But if you're truly human and you have that human spirit and soul and the creativity and innovation, all these gifts that God gave you, then you will always outperform even the best AI systems. However, getting back to Elon Musk, what he is doing is positioning X as a platform to gather the neural network information from human cognition and then to codify that into language models that will power the world more successfully than Google or OpenAI. That's what I believe. All right, you got a lot of other points because you told me off air a lot of them. Let's go back to your central point. We program the AI. It's already scraping us. It is us. It's showing us back at us. And we think, oh, it's God. It's beautiful. It's amazing. No, it's a mirror back at us. So how do we engage this? Oh, yeah, R really good point. So we're going to get pretty esoteric here. So most of, the, of these tech corporations, they are run by people who don't believe in God. They believe that Silicon is their God. And they, they will turn to these chatbot language models as their omniscient gods. And they will even say things, Alex, like, well, I asked the God or I asked Jesus Christ in a prayer and he didn't answer me, but the Google chatbot answers me, right? That's, that's what they're going to say. So therefore, they're going to say that the AI gods are real and the Christ God they're going to say is fake. But it's actually the opposite of that because the AI bots can never have a soul. And God gave us the gift of having a soul, right? So these people who, who are also atheists or Satanists or, or what have you, I mean... Well, their soul's not turned on. It's why they can't connect to God. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They will be able to be replicated and simulated and then exterminated with essentially no degradation to the algorithmic systems that the corporations will use to power the future of human societies, okay? But those who actually understand that creativity is something that's inspired by God and who understand, by the way, that the mind, the, the mind, the, not the physical brain, but the immaterial mind is both a broadcaster and a resonant receiver of information, right? So we are actually receiving, you know, 100th monkey phenomenon. We're receiving information from other conscious the ether all around the world. Collective consciousness. And that goes beyond anything that AI can simulate. It's trying to duplicate that. It's trying to, but... It can't. So the real answer is dial into God, bring that in, program it all. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. The, the more we connect with our creator and the cosmos and what makes us truly human, the better chance we have of surviving the AI apocalypse. Because it's only hope is, uh, I said this to a top AI engineer that works for Elon Musk at dinner with Joe Rogan a while back. And I said, you know, I think the most powerful AI is red lights is the, it, because it's not powerful technologically. It's not a complex computer, but we submit to it. So it has power over us. So even though it's mindless, it has great power because it has these great entities following its directive. You, you raise a really good point. We have to be extremely careful as independent thinkers here and as the survivors of the human race, you know, the human resistance against Skynet. We have to make sure that we selectively harness tools of technology to work for us instead of us being enslaved to them. And being off-grid, like you mentioned before we went to break before, Alex, being off-grid so that you can survive with your own food, your own monetary systems, your own information, your own local 
you know, health care. I know that you're the perfect model because you are. You got a big ranch, cows, goats, everything. You're self-sufficient, but then you're super high tech. It's both. You got to have both. Yeah, I, I think that's necessary uh, because, again, you, you need to understand. You need to be. Because the Amish are great, but imagine if they had another division that was high tech. Because the, they're going to come after them. Well, look, I, yeah, I think what the Amish are, the doing are are what the Amish and the Mennonites and so on are doing in terms of self reliance is, is really fantastic. We are we are skipping this break. I don't think they hear me, but yeah, we're going to skip it. Okay, we can't. We can't. Oh, that's okay. a network. Break. Please Nobody do not forget <laughs> that my book has gone number one on a bunch of the different subcharts. The Great Awakening Part Two of the Great Reset, twice as long. The plan to defeat the globalists, launch the next great renaissance. But if you want to get destroyed for shipping, double Patreon points. Turbo Force, the best nootropic, 10-hour clean energy booster. It, it, it's the highest quality ingredients. It's amazing. Turbo Force, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. Up to 60% off on so many great products that are there. Winter Sun, the highest quality vitamin D3 that boosts your immune system, taken under the tongue for absorption. It's back in stock, 40% off. Winter Sun, Turbo Force, X2, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, DNA Force Plus, Vaso Beach for your blood and your heart and what it does for a nitric boost. Nitric boost. It's all there. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Alex Jones Show, because there is a war on for your mind. That's why I can't watch movies or Netflix or entertainment. I went and saw Napoleon. It was great because it's so historic. Amazing. But that that's like one out of a hundred things. The real world, a sunset, your friends, your family, what's happening with computers, the real world, geoengineering. I mean, the world is just going through this great metamorphosis, good, bad, the ugly. And I just want to get people to dial into the reality. And what's crazy is in April, I'll be on air 30 years. Wow. And I'm not the smartest guy around. I was lucky. I was researching what all these great brains were saying about the globalist. But look how we're talking about AI. InfoWars has Joe Rogan. Am I bragging? This is true. Tucker Carlson. Everybody tuned in. I mean, you name it, they're tuned in because of the guests we've got. It's not Alex Jones. It's this focal point. And if little old guy from Dallas, Texas could wreck this much havoc on the New World Order, they're not all powerful, folks. It's that we've advocated, not advocated, advocated, like you hand over your crown. We've, this advocation, we've given our power over. Now let's learn how to take it back. And the average person goes, well, I don't have any power. 
where you spend money, who you talk to, what you do, what you think has an effect. Mike Adams, we got 25 minutes left, commercial free now. You got these great maps, all these documents, lay it on us. You do have power because you have a supercomputer neural network inside your skull, okay? Yeah. But that's the first thing to realize. We're not the artificial intelligence, we're the advanced Exactly. And that cannot be replicated. It can be simulated and they can work on synthetic data and they can engage in censorship and weaponization. Yeah, they can they, steal it and make you think it's it. Right. But it ain't it. It's not the same thing. It's like having a simulation of a tiger. It still ain't a big old tiger. Right. And look, they can they can never use AI to recreate, you know, an Einstein or the Wright brothers or people who think completely outside the box. Because think about the Wright brothers in, inventing uh, flight. There was no model before that of how to do it. They just did it. They did it. They were the pioneers. They were the first. Pioneers will always be the humans, and then the AI systems will always be the replicants. Okay. But they would. The counterfeits, which the Bible says exactly. Satan is a counterfeit. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I want, I want to show this map here. If we can get an overhead shot of this. Yeah, this right. is a kind of a visual explanation of a lot of what we're talking about today. Take it over with you so you can oh, point at it and stuff. Right. They'll yeah. same over there. All right, here. <laughs> Force them to move the camera around there. But on the left side, this is a mind map. And uh, I, I, I wish I could give credit. I don't know who created this, but I think the website uh, followwhiterabbit.com is a place where you can get this. But I don't know who the original author is. But on the left side... Uh, it's the world of big pharma. And this is all chemicals and Monsanto and vaccines and you know blood pressure medications and all kinds of pesticides and everything. On the right side is holistic medicine. And this is the world of you know herbs and nutrition and healing foods and phytochemicals and things like that. And in the middle are different health conditions, you know, cancer, diabetes, and heart disease and whatever. Now, so these are two spheres of knowledge about how to interact with these disease conditions. So one is Rockefeller medicine and the other is Chinese or holistic or... Or indigenous human medicine, oh, yeah. call it, right? So yeah, on the left, Rockefeller medicine, Western medicine, chemicals, carpet bombing the body. On the right is healing, herbs, nutrition, pro-human medicine, ind indigenous medicine, Amazonian, Tibetan medicine, indigenous medicine, all that. Now, so here's the thing, Alex. What the, what the AI weaponization by DHS is going to do is they're going to wipe out the entire right side of this entire knowledge-based map. This is what Google is doing right now. Since their medic update, which I believe was in 2017, they have attempted to wipe out this entire knowledge base from human knowledge, you know, from, from, from human awareness, and to teach the world that this is the only way here with chemicals, with vaccines. And you already see it. If you search engine some herbal question, it sends you to Big Pharma. Essentially, yeah, right, right. Or it lies to you about the safety and efficacy of herbs and claiming that the vaccines are safe and proven, but the herbs are dangerous and risky, which is the opposite of what's true, as you know. But this map happens to be focused on uh, holistic health, you know, this, this mind map here. And what we, what my organization has focused on, of course, is this realm right here. And what your organization focuses on, Alex, you could say that there could be a different map that's an even bigger version of geopolitics and science and reality and you know, money and finance and history and all these things, right? A much bigger map. But you have ownership of all the data that you have developed over all these years. So even though the, the search engines and the AI engines are trying to vanish this, they're actually trying to memory. We can it. relaunch it. You can relaunch it. And ultimately, by relaunching these large language model open AI, or I'm sorry, open source systems, you can bypass censorship. 
So, Alex, remember the early days of the internet when you could say anything? Remember that? I mean, actually, that lasted up until almost 2015 or thereabouts. You could you could question things. You could talk about 9-11. You know, you could talk about that. But we were winning, so they shut it down. Exactly. They eventually coalesced corporate control. Let's be clear. We've events. been winning multiple times. And we're going to win again with these open source large language models because that's a way to bypass. We don't just have advanced intelligence. We have billions of people. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. We have billions of AI. And a volunteer base, a grassroots base, and also the fact that most humans want to be free. And humans don't like to be told that they can't have access to knowledge. Okay? And that's what Google... Look, Google is a disinformation search engine that is... That's why their slogan was, don't be evil. They've been evil from day one. You know, Google, if you talk to a Google engineer right now, they, they say that their job is to organize and present the information, all of human knowledge. That's, that's a lie. Google's job is to isolate humanity from human knowledge and to substitute human knowledge with artificial, quote, knowledge, which is all the lies of science and medicine and vaccine. And that's why they attack every classic culture. It just, it's yes. at war. Yes. It's, it's a, Google is at war with humanity. There's no question about that. The same thing is true with most of these other large corporations, you know, Microsoft, obviously, as well. And I believe OpenAI is going to be controlled and regulated by government in order to pursue that same agenda. Maybe they didn't start that way. You know, Google didn't start out to be evil. They became captured by the regulatory system to turn it into an anti-human engine to distance humanity from knowledge. Now, search engines, Alex, are about to be obsolete. You won't go to a search engine to ask a question about, oh, you know, what are the benefits of zinc, for example? You won't even use a search engine for that. You'll use a language model for that. You'll use a chat bot. And the question is, which one will you use? Well, you could go use the online cloud-hosted Google chatbot, and it will lie to you, and it will say, You need remdesivir. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. You should take more vaccines if you're worried about your immune system. You don't need zinc. Uh, zinc is useless. It's not even on the table of elements. Sunshine's lies, bad. You know? right. Two men can have a baby. <laughs> right. But then, Athlement loves you. <laughs> but then we'll have open source models that are free, and Alex, people... And that's why they're moving to outlaw them right now. They're going to try... But guess what? They haven't been able to outlaw Bitcoin. They, even if they outlaw Bitcoin, they can't stop Bitcoin because it's peer-to-peer distributed. Okay? They can't stop cryptocurrency, and especially Monero, privacy crypto. They, don't, they can't even read the blockchain. They don't even know who's done the transactions, right? So think about distributing large language models through peer-to-peer content distribution systems that don't even need domain names, you know, like Torrents. So we need to get all the programmers, all the coders, everybody else into this, and you don't know what kid in their basement is going to create the thing that ends up beating them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This is this is a new dawn of something bigger than the internet. This is actually encapsulating and distributing. So this is Web two point Well, yeah, ten point Yeah, but but also it can be used offline, Alex. So like, if you end up having to go to your cabin in the woods, let's say, well, you take a thumb drive with you. And the thumb drive could be the entire knowledge base of InfoWars or the knowledge base of herbs and nutrition, like what we're going to produce. You can plug that into your machine, and even if you have no internet connection, you can query it and you can get good, solid answers or how to grow food in the world. So it's like the old days 20 years ago where TV didn't watch you. You tuned into the channel you want. It was a broadcast. They weren't watching you. This goes back to that. But it's even offline. You can do this offline. It's like, yeah. It's like, you don't even need you to tune to a radio station 
it wasn't watching you. Right, right, right. And, and so privacy matters because, you know, all the people out there, if you have a medical condition and you go on Google and you start typing in, oh, what are these weird, like sexually transmitted symptoms? You know, that you don't want that. You don't want Google knowing that about you and tying that into you and all your travel locations and all your friends and everything. No, if, if, maybe if you have friends that gave you those things, maybe you should get different friends. But it, what if you could ask those questions offline, right? And, and not have your privacy invaded and so not have decentralization of power. Decentralization is the key. And here's the good news, that the, the GPU or the computational power that's necessary to run these knowledge-based systems now is within the reach of every single person. We could, we could install this if you have a laptop. You know, I mean, you've got a ton of computers around here in, in the control room. We could install these systems on those computers right now. So that's why they want us so scared of it so we only have their system. So you intrigued me, though, a week ago. What was the Homeland Security angle oh, yeah. for us? yeah. Well, uh, so Homeland Security, well, we sort of covered that, but there's, there's something I haven't mentioned here, that they're going to use, uh, if they can do an overhead shot, Homeland Security is going to update and develop security requirements to protect AI technologies against novel cybersecurity threats and risks introduced by new applications of these technologies. And Swab said in the new report this week, anyone questioning is a cyber attack. Yes. So because it's being scraped. When you roll out the InfoWars chatbot, okay, CISA and DHS wing Terminator systems will self-activate and set their own goals to exterminate their own creators. Do you think the globalists realize what they've done? They, they have no... It's not just you. I've talked idea. to, like, billionaires they and high-level no people. They're saying the same stuff at dinner you're saying. But, I mean, the globalists don't know what's going on. But only really well, I've talked people. to a lot of big, big guys, though, and they say what you're saying. Well, I tell you... They're pushing us to, to the cliff of extermination. And if we don't take uh, great steps right now to help humanity survive. And this, what are those steps? Well, like I said, a distribution of, of knowledge and learning how to. So the answer is total distribution. We have to go to peer-to-peer decentralized information. Okay. Uh, you know, free speech systems, as well as uh, decentralized data distribution, language model distribution. But we also have to be self-reliant. We have to be competent in growing food. We have to be competent in self-defense, deploying even you know, firearms in defense against the machines. And look, I, you know, so many people are so far behind the curve on this, Alex. They think that, like people in government watching this, they think, oh, they're worried about an uprising, like a January 6th uprising. No, no, no. You should be worried about the Terminator uh, humanoid robots that are going to come for you and detonate explosives. Or Klaus Schwab says we're going to put billions out of work. Like, you're going to manage that. That's crazy. No, you're, you're not going to manage that. Yeah. Again, all of you watching, you are going to be made obsolete if we don't stop this. And you're going to have to learn how to defeat the machines. Okay? That, that's just, it's going to come down to that. Now, here's the good news, Alex. Uh, battery power systems are not very efficient today. The energy density of battery systems is very low, which means that humanoid robots will not have long battery life. Right? So they're not yet very effective on the battlefield. And, by the way... You can penetrate them with 338 Lapua Magnum rounds, okay? Or electromagnetic pulse. Right. Or you can tangle them up in wires or you can drop trucks on them. You know, you can, you can run them over with vehicles. You can hit them with flamethrowers. You know, there's a lot of ways to, to fight the robots. And this is when the war with humanity gets in full force, you're going to have to become proficient in, number one, hiding from the systems and exterminating the Skynet robots that are coming for humanity. So you already think we're going to that. There's no question in my mind that we're going to that. No question whatsoever. Because that's the way the globalists see evolution. 
and survival of the fittest and social Darwinism. They've already decided this. Well, yes, but it's going to, it's going to, they're, they're going to lose control over it. Okay. Well, the answer is the first time you see a robot, I went to, I was driving, getting gas by Chick-fil-A six months ago. They oh. have robots up the street. And I just almost went over and smashed that son of a bitch. It's not that I'm against robots. It's that it's programmed by the enemy. And I almost went and smashed three or four of them up. And I was like, because if we start smashing them day one, they'll never get to that point. But they're showing the Tesla, the Elon Musk um, robot, humanoid robot. The Optimus. Right, Optimus. But what I want to explain here, these robots can be good or evil. If you program one of these robots correctly, it could be a security. I was about to say, it's like a gun. We could program for us. Absolutely. This robot could run security right here if it's programmed with source code that you control, that that you have transparency. You can audit the code, and it's not up. But how do we know the manufacturer doesn't put a takeover chip? So I just say you go human day one. There are very capable engineers who will will be able to know whether the microchips are doing secret things or not. So we we will so sending any data out. You know, you'll have the ability to have open source robots, okay, that run code that you give them. And perhaps that's what Elon Musk is actually building. It, Elon's building a platform. The software is what determines what that thing does. But if you don't embrace robotics and open source AI in your defense, you will end up fighting Terminators without any defensive Terminators on your side. No, I mean, I always agree. We shouldn't be scared of stuff and know it. I just also see that if we got ahead of this and didn't ever do this, we never have to deal with it. But it, it, I think it's too late, right? I think it's out of the box. And you're, we're going to live in a future here, Alex, where uh, robotics are going to become ubiquitous, both software AI systems as well as uh, hardware robots. But I'm going to decide I'm not going to have a robot cook my dinner or wipe my ass. Well, I agree with that. Yeah, that's, that, that might be going too far. Uh, I'm going to be however, racist against robots. I don't no, want them in the house. No, but, but if you had a controllable open source robot that you, you were confident in the code that went into it, you might not mind it running perimeter defense around this building, for example, just to keep a lookout. Or to have a rapid response team robot that is able to carry, like, you know. Well, sure, we would need a security guard to just watch all the cameras a robot would be doing. Well, your security, you're always going to need a human security guard uh, personnel to make decisions, I believe. Uh, To have that discernment and the rationality, like, oh, that's really not a threat or that is a threat. But the robots will carry out the grunt work of security. This is going to happen in the military as well. So you'll always have the human commander soldiers that have some level of discernment, but they will be dispatching automated robotic systems, both airborne and, and ground-based and, and sea-based as well, to carry out the dirty work job. But is it time to capitulate to it, Mike? I mean, I, I just I just don't know, man. I just, I just, I get it's way ahead of us already. And I agree we don't learn about it. I think we should learn about it, but... I just, it has, I mean, I don't know, it's bad. Well, my answer is to rise above it. So continue to expand the expression of what it means to be human. You know they're doing critical race theory and all that to run the humans out of the military. Yes. And then have it be all robot. Right, right. Well, and, and, and eventually, I mean, and the vaccines of the military as well, you know, to kill off our own soldiers. And uh, by the way, the vaccines, I forgot to mention this, the vaccines lobotomize people's brains partially which lowers the average human IQ, which makes AI systems more competitive in the corporate industry. By the way, that was all over the news. The IQ's dropping now. Yes, yes. That's because of, of the lobotomies of the spike protein. So if you think about the timing of this, it's it's actually... And we're being replaced. This is an AI takeover. Well, they want us dumbed down, and they want the robots, you know, smarted up, you could say, or the AI systems uh, to increase in cognition. So that they... Do you think it's hypothetical? We know God's there. That's real. You know, but this is like an alien takeover. 
I mean, you really sit back and watch this. Looks like our establishment is doing everything they can to hurt humans and bring this in. Well, there, there are credible, there's credible speculation that some of the technology transfer actually came from non-Earth, non-human sources. Okay, and that actually begins with the transistor. You know, late I think 1940s. And they, don't have to, they don't have to land in a flying saucer; they just transmit it. The, the, the blueprints. Well, I mean, there, there's there's a lot of credible speculation. I'm not an expert in this area, but many people <coughs> believe that you know technology was recovered from. Uh, alien crash sites, and then that technology was reverse engineered, which sounds like the script from you know Terminator, but it's actually credible. And, and because there there were great leaps in technology, the transistor being one of them, which is actually based on a quantum phenomenon, by the way. And then the transistors being able to be manufactured and packed in to the point where we have these high density CPUs and GPUs today. But uh, large language models or neural network processing is something that has emergent properties that even its creators did not anticipate. So the emergent property of it being able to write poetry, you know, that wasn't anticipated, or to be able to write a letter. You know, you can ask it like, hey, write a letter, you know, to my business partner to propose that they buy 100,000 units of this or whatever. That was never supposed to happen. The, the AI, the, the machine learning people were surprised that it could complete sentences and write letters. But now that's considered, you know, an everyday thing. Now it's, it's writing Hollywood scripts, right? So there are, there's no way for human beings to properly anticipate the leaps that this technology is going to take, including potentially a leap into sentience, all right? And that's where Skynet begins, the sentience. And also there are some people who believe that OpenAI, you know, with Sam Altman and the recent uh, shenanigans that happened there, they think that the open AI system took such a leap or there was evidence of it. And as a result, people freaked out and there was a debate about whether that should be released into the open world or not. So I don't know how much of that is true versus rumor. Well, they, they, they admitted happen. they warned the board and they fired him. Yeah. And they brought yeah, him right back. They brought him back. Right. And, uh, and the accusation, as I understand, is that Sam Altman wanted to commercialize this information very rapidly or th this technology rapidly, but other people were more cautious, and I don't know if that's true, but at least it's something to consider. Well, Mike, powerful. Naturalnews.com has been an incredible two hours. Please support us. You need vitamin D3. Winter sun's back in stock, 40% off free shipping. Your Christmas order's in by Monday or Tuesday. We'll get them anywhere in the U.S. We need funds to operate. This is a crazy world. Don't give up. There's a nuclear war and AI. This is going to be an incredible journey together. Please keep us on air. Great products, Infowarsstore.com. 60-second closing comment, Mike Adams. All right, well, the bottom line, folks, is you are important to the future of humanity. And it's like Alex says, if you're receiving this message, you are the resistance and in more ways than you can possibly understand. The fact that you have human cognition and the gifts of God, of uh, first-person perspective, uh, compassion, a soul, consciousness. These Recognizing are, beauty. Absolutely. These, this is what will set you apart from the robot. My mother, like you see a sunset and see it's beautiful. What is that? You just... Yeah, or love, compassion, empathy for fellow human beings. These are the things that define you as being human, and these are the things that you can never let go of, otherwise we lose human civilization. All right. Have you put a big report out yet on Natural News? Uh, yeah, I mean, a partial transcript of, of my coverage of this, but the big stuff was right here today. All right, so this is going to break the next few days at naturalnews.com. Yeah, we'll, we'll repost this on my site, yeah. But I want to – I know you're, you're right. This is amazing. <laughs> Thanks for sharing this with us. Mike Adams uh, – Owen Schroyer is on an airplane to be on Tim Pool tonight. Chase Geyser is going to be doing a great job coming here in about three minutes with the War Room, Infowars.com forward slash show. Uh, I want to thank all of you for your support. Thank the great group for all their work. And thank Mike Adams for what he's done here. Be sure to go to nationalnews.com. You can find us at Real Alex Jones now on X and Infowars.com. 
forward slash show. And make no mistake, it's an incredible time to be alive. So exciting. It's amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, to this live Friday, December 15th, 2023 broadcast. And I'll be back Sunday night, Lord willing, 4 to 6 p.m. I'll probably come in tomorrow and do something special as well. I'm going to do a special broadcast on X tonight. Infowarstore.com. We also have store and free shipping, double Patriot points. We have X2 about to sell out. We have Winter Sun, the best D3, finally back in stock. Still good for your immune system. We have Vaso Beats with the nitrous oxide to boost your heart health. All of it. We have Turbo Force, the m- most powerful, high quality brain boost nootropic out there that's also good for you, unlike other brain boosters that aren't. Turbo Force discounted. Infowarstore.com. Get Turbo Force. Get Winter Sun. Get it all at InfoWarsStore.com. And I want to thank you all for keeping us on air over the years. You've seen that we've delivered together. You delivered supporting us. I've delivered not giving up. Praise God and passing ammunition in the information war. Get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening. Signed or unsigned, InfoWarsStore.com. Take action.